Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm a teacher, an ADHDer, a certified life coach, and I created this podcast to spread awareness about ADHD, anxiety, and other mental health conditions and neurodevelopmental disorders. Let's chat about all the challenges, the fun, and the struggles of these things. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi there, friend. How are you doing? Welcome back to Authentically ADHD with me, Carmen, your friend, who is still standing after week six of preschool. And let me tell you, it's not easy. <laughs> but I didn't sign up for this job because it was easy. I signed up for this job because I love to teach. And I love to teach people like you and my little friends in preschool. So I want to get into our topic today, which is rest. I know I've done a podcast on this before, but I know sleep and true rest have been difficult for me lately, especially since work started. So are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough true rest? I know you're like, what is true rest? Why do you keep saying true rest? True rest is something I will explain, but it's super difficult for adults with ADHD for several different reasons. Ironically, Rest is super important for the ADHD brain, specifically because our frontal lobes are smaller than typical brains, so they get quote-unquote tired faster, meaning like it's a muscle, right? So if we use it the same amount that a typical person uses it, it tires out faster. Now medication does help that, but it doesn't magically make us have more brain. So being tired really aggravates the symptoms of ADHD. <clears throat> when your brain hasn't had the time to truly rest, we can become super irritable, our focus drops, we our working memory is not there, and our emotions probably are going to jump all around. Um, and we have an even harder time keeping tasks, remembering things, and following through. If you're giving me a huge eye roll while wondering what true rest is while also saying to yourself I really don't have time for that please don't skip this episode because I can promise you I relate literally I used to tell myself all the time that I didn't have time I didn't have time I didn't have time but I'm gonna tell you right now you do have the time because when you don't schedule in this true rest and I'll explain that here soon but if you don't make time for it your body will I promise you. And sometimes it turns up in like a really huge, like you burn out bad and big in a big way in your life. Um, you may just get burnt out to the point where you get sick or you end up sleeping for like two, like a day straight um, when you finally actually crash. And that's not good for the brain either. Hey, adhd I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, 
head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter, who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in-depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show. Hey, listener, if you're enjoying this show, you should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and hit click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. So let's talk about it. What is true rest? So I kind of came up with this way of thinking about it after going through some of the rest courses and focused a few times, which is my ADHD program led by Kristen Carter, and that's where most of the cred for this episode is going. So if you want to join, head to my show notes right now and get 50 bucks off and just go listen to those courses because those courses are basically pretty much like a lot of what I'm saying right now, except I put some of my own spins into what I experience and just in the ways that I personally think about rest and possibly how you do. So let's talk about it. So it has to do with how we think about rest. So I could be laying in bed, watching Netflix, even looking very restful while my brain is spinning with what I have to do for work, what I need to do the next day, and or feeling shame and guilt while I'm laying there because I've been laying there for two hours and I didn't feel any more rested because maybe I didn't feel like I got enough done that day or maybe I'm stressed out about all the tasks I have to do for work but I can't even focus on doing them because I'm tired. Can you see where this stops actually being true rest? Scrolling social media or laying in your bed watching TV but not actually resting? It's, It's the shame and guilt attached to what we're doing. Restorative rest is actually rest where you're not productive versus just laying there in a horizontal position. So I'm not saying that this is something that like everyone with ADHD struggles with, but it is common because of the reasons or thoughts that we specifically have 
about rest because our productivity levels tend to be lower. So some of the common thoughts about rest are, I haven't done enough yet, so I can't rest yet. I can rest later, or the famous saying, I'll rest when I'm dead. I don't have time. (laughs) Rest is boring. Fear of missing out on stuff. The whole time blindness thing. So thinking that you have time to just do one more thing. I shouldn't have to work so hard at resting. I'm so sorry, but rest is work and it is hard. I'll get to that later. (laughs) So the reasons could be anything, but I found that the reasons my ADHD coaches, Kristen Carter and Paula Ingerbretson, credited in the show notes, really resonated with me to help me create ways to incorporate rest into my schedule and take recharge days to actually recharge and restore my brain and body. And I've been way more productive using these methods. So I want you to think about the thoughts that you have about rest. Maybe why you don't rest or why you rest too much. Then think about why you feel or think that you're maybe wasting your time when you rest or that you rest too much and I'm not sure kind of how that looks because I'm more on the hyperactive side. Um, What are the stories that your brain tells you basically? Because my brain basically will tell me that I'm being lazy and that I should probably get up because I didn't get enough done. Um, I'm getting over that though because remember your brain is not reporting the news. Who says you didn't do enough? Who? What is enough? Can you define that for me? How much does your brain tell you that you need to get done before you allow yourself some rest? I know, this is like super hard to hear, but I'm going to tell you something that you may not like. You define what your true rest looks like, and you are the only one who can decide that you're done and that you deserve rest. Um, and remember the episode that I said that I believe that you're inherently valuable. If you have the belief that everybody deserves to rest, if you aren't inherently valuable, then why wouldn't you deserve to rest when you're tired? So here are some reasons why we don't rest. So what I've been trying to kind of nail through here is we don't actually feel worthy of rest. We carry way too much shame and guilt about rest because we still categorize it as wasted time. Try maybe categorizing it as productive because your brain is actually getting the rest that it needs. Number two um, is we didn't get enough done or so our brain tells us. If you listen to this story that your brain often offers a lot and over and over again, you're probably going to experience a lot of burnout. Number three, reasons why we don't rest. We are always on the move. Our bodies, our nervous systems, and our brains are usually internally hyperactive. We are feel like we're run by a motor, feeling like we can't shut down or turn it off. So one through three are kind of lighter reasons. Four, five, six, and seven are a little bit more on the meta scale. 
So number four is the reason we don't, one of the reasons we don't rest is it's not easy. We don't like hard things and true rest is work and it's hard. So it's just, I'm sorry, it's not easy. It's, it's a process. I've been working on intentional true rest for years and I still struggle with insomnia. So it's just, it's a journey. Number five, we hustle for our worthiness in life. When we get a lot done and are productive, we get praised. So throughout life, we've been conditioned and it warped over time into hustling to be good enough for others. So we hustle for worthiness, equaling not resting because we don't feel worthy of rest because we haven't done enough. See how that loop kind of goes? Number six, we avoid rest because when we do let our brains actually turn the volume down on the drama and we sit with the white noise, we feel emotions, we have thoughts that can pop into our brains, and basically we don't feel safe with that white space. So we avoid it. We just don't rest. <laughs> The last reason that rest may be super difficult for us, and this one is a little deep, or I should say a lot, is because that we have unhealed, activated trauma. Now, something traumatic doesn't have to happen for you to be traumatized by others who imposed their thoughts about rest and other things upon you, and then you adopted those beliefs as a part of your self-worth. Trauma usually results in not actually feeling safe. So you are literally in fight or flight mode all the time. That situation doesn't lend to rest and it doesn't lend to actual restorative anything if you're constantly in fight or flight. So if you find yourself trying strategy after strategy after strategy, it could be due to trauma and I am not a therapist. I am a life coach and a teacher and an ADHDer. So I just want to make that clear. Seek help from a therapist if you are having issues even after trying some strategies. So again, rest is defined by you. Rest is not a person. It's not a place or a thing. It's a state of mind. That's what you need to start thinking about it as. Rest is a state of mind. Are you an adult with ADHD who is looking for a program or community to become a part of? Well, I have the answer. Visit IHaveADHD.com slash focused and join the focused program if you want my link to get some money off let me know it has changed my life let me know if you want my coupon code for fifty dollars off your membership to focused the program for adhd adults led by kristen carter So again, I want you to think about the stories that your brain tells you about rest. For me, it's like rest is boring. I used to avoid 
and I've always believed that I didn't really deserve rest because I didn't get enough done. I want to circle back to this thought of I didn't get enough done. So if you're saying this, what is enough? When would you allow yourself to rest? This is what I'm going to tell you about your worth, your productivity, and the amount you do or don't get done. It does not equal anything that has to do with what you're worth. You are the one who decides when you're done. When you have, <laughs> when you have done enough to give yourself the space to be and not be productive, to sit with your brain turned off. So I'd invite you to explore rest for yourself. Like, what does this look like for you? Because I'm not just talking sleep, people. I mean, we all need sleep, but restorative activities are also restful and beneficial. So how do we do this? There are a few ways. And if it were me, I'd advise you to stick to trying one to two things at a time because if you remember about self-sabotage, it will kick in if you set the bar too high. So if you want to like try three new things at once, I'm going to tell you right now, you'll probably fail even if you just try one thing. So just don't, just try not to be perfectionist about it. Um, so exercise, medication, dosages, nutrition, and vitamins... That's first, because those things are things that are all in your control, and you can figure out how to incorporate more exercise to um, use up some of that energy to help you sleep at night. I also use restorative yoga to help relax my brain and body. Um, then, decide what's actually restorative to your brain. For me, I'm a combo presentation, but I have a ton of intentional or intentional internal hyperactivity. So it takes me a little bit more to intentionally rest. So besides sleep, my restful activities may not like look like rest to other people. Um, because I like, I mean, I love running. It actually helps me to turn my brain and emotions like kind of off or down. And I personally have a shutdown routine that includes walking to transition my brain into the nighttime. And then I'll talk about what a shutdown routine is in a minute. But I find laying or sitting in the sun restorative. I find working out restorative, journaling, playing around on a creative app. And I also find the sound of rain super calming. So what does that look like for you? I invite you to explore what it looks like for you. What are some things that help you recharge and restore your brain? And make sure you're clear about what's actually restful versus avoiding like what you're trying not to do or just like actually not resting. <laughs> Another way to get quality sleep is having a shutdown routine. Now, please do not fall into a perfectionist thinking here because it's not like an actual nighttime routine, mine is like a list of three things. So think of it as like the two to five things that you do to transition from evening to nighttime. So I shut down my computer, tidy my work area, I take a walk, and I do a thought download. Those are the three things that I do. And it's shut down my computer, tidy up for 10, 15 minutes, 
take a walk for about 10 minutes and then I do a journal, thought download, brain dump type of thing before bed. Um, so it's not that difficult to incorporate an evening or in, you know, shut down type of checklist or routine. Another way to incorporate restful breaks throughout your day where it's helpful and convenient for you. Think about it. When you're at work, you don't work the entire time. You stop and take breaks to eat. You stop and take breaks to go to the bathroom. You stop to talk to coworkers. Like, things come up. So take those times to actually do a little bit of turning your brain off. So really what I want to key in here is there are a ton of ways that you can get restorative rest, but the big overarching thing that you need to understand is that none of this will work if we don't unattach the shame and guilt that we tend to put on ourselves when engaging in rest, because that's literally the biggest part, friends. That's the biggest part of this work. That's the first step unattaching the shame and guilt when engaging in rest because guess what we are humans we are not robots we need restorative rest or our brains won't work correctly i'm telling you your executive functions will not show up to work they won't it's happened to me i'll tell you so that's all i have for today, friends. I hope you get some good rest tonight and stay authentic.